I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In the 80s, Glenn Fry recorded a song called The Heat Is On. And that's what it is playing throughout the American Airlines Arena. Pat Riley on the Jumbotron getting his curtain call as the ceremony is about to begin to award the Eastern Conference Championship back to the Miami Heat. They needed to go all four quarters of all seven games to finally eliminate the Celtics. 101-88 is the final. More to come on the WEI Celtics Radio Network. Eastern Conference Championship Trophy being awarded to the Miami Heat here at the American Airlines Arena. A 101-88 final Game 7 victory over the Celtics. We will look back on it as we look back a year ago at the 16-0 run from Miami that closed it. Tonight, a 20-6 close for the Heat over the final 8-20. And all of the things that Doc Rivers found a way to overcome somehow throughout the course of the year in making the playoffs, in getting home court advantage, in winning the division, in getting by Atlanta, in going seven games and surviving Philadelphia, and somehow pushing this Miami team, the three of the best players in the world, to game seven. Those things finally went awry in the final few minutes. Well, I, I, I point to one thing, and, 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 you know, you don't blame people, but you can, you can frankly look at, at the stats right now, and you can see that you got, we talked about somebody had to come off the bench and help you out. Tonight, you got no help. There was, there was two points off the bench tonight, and that was it, and you needed Mikhail Petras to come through and score tonight. He only took two shots. What was the difference in this game? 19 points from Chris Bosh. And that was big when you talk about 19 off the bench compared to the two that the Celtics had. Chris Bosh was 8 of 10 in this game. Dwayne Wade got his 23 points. But again, it wasn't Dwayne Wade in the entire series. It is the most remarkable thing about this is that Miami with a huge advantage of Dwayne Wade with no Avery Bradley and a hobbled Ray Allen was essentially a supporting cast member in this series, supporting a dominant performance. LeBron James far and away the best player in the series. It wasn't even close. But Chris Bosh's arrival, him getting his legs under him in game five and then being a factor in the final two games, turned the series around. And Miami needed all of their big three to finally beat the Celtics big three. And well, and i tell you what, you look at this, and it's a great victory. They are to be commended for this. But if they play the way they played against the Celtics, Oklahoma wins the championship. And this is just the point. Miami has beaten the Celtics, but have they learned the lesson? Have they learned how to play at this level, how to manage every possession? as the Celtics did to get to this point. It's one thing about passing the torch. And this, by the way, is how you pass the torch. When you are out man, you play with heart, you play with guts, and you go to game seven in the fourth quarter before finally ceding to the better team. But does any of that heart get passed on 
to all of the talent on the Miami side. Well, uh, you know what? And they do have tremendous talent. But uh, I think this is going to be for not. I think that Oklahoma, to me, with their defenders, Bosch, Cephalosha, Perk on the back line, they're going to give Miami fits. And I think that LeBron James might come up short yet again. They will be favored, Oklahoma, possibly by a pretty good margin. Obviously, everybody feeling good about Miami right now, but Oklahoma sitting in a wait. They have home court advantage. The series will begin Tuesday night. Kevin Durant, LeBron James will headline it. The Celtics become the 28th team, a team that some people felt were life and death to make the playoffs at the All-Star break. The Celtics end up being the 28th team eliminated in the 30-team NBA. And it begs the question that everybody has been asking. We began the night by saying the following. Everybody has asked, everybody in that locker room and Doc Rivers a thousand times, is this the end of the run? Are they near the end of it? And what we said at the start was the answer to that question isn't in their words. It has been in their play. It has been by the way they have played over these last few months in getting here to this final game and this final quarter of the Eastern Conference Final. Everybody knows that change is coming. But in my one single opinion, not nearly as much change as you think. We'll talk about that in our final segment of the year here from Miami. The Eastern Conference Championship goes to the Heat. They beat the Celtics 101-88 to in Game 7. We'll wrap up the game, the night, the series, and the season next on the WEI Celtics Radio Network. Difficult words for Celtic fans to hear on the Jumbotron and the public address announcer right now. Tickets for games three and four of the NBA Finals will go on sale here in Miami tomorrow as the NBA Finals will return here. It'll be over a week without basketball. Game three of the NBA Finals will be in this building on Sunday as the series will open Tuesday and Thursday in Oklahoma City. I can't imagine what that crowd is going to be like in Oklahoma City. It's going to be spectacular. But we begin our wrap-up little conversation here about the Celtics by talking about the crowd because when this game now in the NBA is determined by managing your salary cap and by being able to recruit free agents to a city Miami does that easily Miami is Miami it's a popular destination for everybody in the world people love to come to Miami how does a city like Boston compete you compete when you have fans who watch their team get blown out in game six And they stay behind to chant, let's go Celtics, giving 10-year veterans goosebumps. And they come to Boston because now, five, six years after fans so unhappy were chanting for his firing, you now have truly one of the elite basketball coaches in the world. And if there was any doubt about that before this season, there isn't now. No, I I think not. Doc Rivers did a fantastic job this year considering this team before the All-Star break, after the All-Star break, they won the 500. And for them to get one game away and play the way they did and almost have an opportunity to win to go to the finals is amazing. But at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself and see where your shortcomings were. And I'm sure over the next two or three days, I'll be talking about this, what happened and how you got beat and what do you have in the tank that could help you out? Something else happened as well during the last couple of months. And that, to me, 
was the real, the true transfer. We know what Rondo can do on the floor, but the true transfer of this team to Rondo, not in the things he can do on the floor, but in his mind as the leader of this team, playing the right way, leading by example for the first time in his career. And now a lot of the faces are going to be the same. Paul Pierce is going to be back. Rondo obviously is going to be the leader of this team. Ray Allen, to me, is the one least likely to be back because I think a team like Miami or Chicago might be looking for that piece to put them over the top. The big debate remains Kevin Garnett. And I believe, I believe that Kevin Garnett will be back as a Celtic. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. I, I truly believe. I mean, where is he going to go? Who could really influence him? And I think he has this belief that he is so loyal to Doc Rivers, and he loves Doc Rivers to death. And to lose in that situation definitely is hard. But now you start looking towards what else could happen for you. Who is out there? And guys, you're out there. One is going to be Jeff Green, who's a free agent. Will he be a guy who comes in and replaces and gives you that scoring off the bench? How do you change it? And what do you get in the draft? Can you depend on the two rookies you have? Avery Bradley coming back maybe would have been a difference also in this series. No doubt. But you know what? You can talk about all the spilt milk. Miami deserves to win this, and now you move on. They came to your house. They took it away from you, and they beat you fair and square. By the way, Rajon Rondo, the Celtics, had been 21-1 and in the 22 games in which he'd had a triple-double. He got a couple of rebounds late, got a triple-double, and it becomes just the second loss. The other was in overtime in the Chicago series in 2009. Uh, you mentioned Jeff Green, and this season, the, uh, the genesis of the Kevin Garnett move to center came over the summer last year when Doc Rivers was planning a lineup that had Jeff Green and Kevin Garnett running together with Rondo, and you could sort of see the possibilities. And now we know you've seen Miami. You've seen Oklahoma City, and by the way, that team is going to be around for a long time. This won't be the first, it won't be the last time well, the finals well, are in Oklahoma well, City. Well, one thing about Oklahoma, which is going to be a question, is how are you going to keep all those players together? Because Harden is coming up to be a free agent. He's going to want a big payday. Cephalosha is going to want a big payday. I'm not sure if you can keep all those young pieces together without without losing one of those pieces, and that would definitely be a key because it would help hurt them, especially you're talking about their depth. But can Sam Presti do what Danny Ainge has done and add the veteran pieces around? That's a big question. You're going to hear some names that the Celtics will try to compete for in free agency. Obviously, they will be over the cap, depending on how the Kevin Garnett thing plays out. I think a name that Max and I both really like talking about that I think is going to start quietly creeping into the Celtics' consciousness is Ersan Ilyasova from Milwaukee. He is a free agent. That is a possibility for the Celtics as they try to get younger and more athletic. But people have made so much, Max, and I'll end with this, about this being the end of the new Big Three era. And it is because the era was defined by Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Rajon Rondo. But the San Antonio Spurs as the model franchise of the NBA, reinventing themselves with different parts. And I think that's what the Celtics are going to do, too. And the notion of blowing it up, of starting over from scratch, that's an antiquated notion. It doesn't exist anymore. And the core members of this team that this town fell in love with in 2012 are going to be back in four months when training camp opens. Well, they'll be back in four months. The opportunities will be there. Do you have enough in the tank to go up to the elite level again? That is going to be a, be the question. What moves can Danny Ainge make? Because essentially, 
he has been handcuffed. You talk about, you know, trades that weren't made. Uh, you know, the Ray Allen deal was definitely, everybody knows that now, was, was made and, and all of a sudden was shot down because Mayo did not want to come. O.J. Mayo did not want to come to leave Memphis. So you're going to see a, a lot of different things. And Danny has a lot of work. And it was an interesting year. And uh, Celtics get kudos. But, again, those kudos go for naught. And the victory go right now goes to Miami. John Albanese, our producer, has done an extraordinary job throughout the course of the year. Bill Piacitelli filled in for him when the Red Sox started. Doug Lane handled the controls for us in Boston throughout the course of the year. We thank all of them for their work. We thank mostly you guys for being here. You know it's not the easiest thing. It's a little old school to listen to games on radio sometimes. We don't make it easy to try to match up the, the sound on television and radio. But we could not appreciate your patronage anymore and your words and your thoughts and your tweets all of it, and hopefully we've been able to bring this five-year run to you in a way that did it justice because five years ago, it was a wild dream that any of this could happen, but it all really happened. There was a championship. There was a Game 7 of the NBA Finals. There was a Game 7 tonight, and when you think back five years ago that how easily none of this could have happened, it's very easy to be appreciative. Well, you'll be appreciative, and especially if you look at it in the big picture. The big scheme of things is that you had a chance maybe to get the number one pick, which Danny swears would have been Kevin Durant, and you don't get that pick, and you made a great trade, and you get Kevin Garnett, and you win a championship. So the mission was accomplished. But there's still a lot of work to do, especially if you want to get back to the elite level. You still need to add some talent. You've got to have a stronger bench. And you'll have a stronger bench already with Avery Bradley coming back. But also if you can make sure if Jeff Green comes back too. A new legion of fans have new memories. And after years and years, from the minute I took this job, all I ever heard was, I was a big fan in the Larry Bird days in the 80s with Kevin McHale and Chief and Max. I love those guys, but I haven't really paid much attention since. Well, now you have. And Celtics Nation has been reinvigorated. It has been reborn as we move on to the next era. This is 11 years now we've been doing this. And what do you say? We can't really talk too much about Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and some of the pieces that are in place. But you and I will be back in October, home. Back in October. We'll see you then. The final score from Miami. Miami 101, Boston 88 in Game 7. The Eastern Conference Championship goes back to the heat. Have a great summer, everyone. Stay in touch. You know where to find us. And we'll talk to you next year on the WEEI Celtics Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.